global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow and NASDAQ are lower. S&P's higher. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. Stocks have rebounded from the lows with the Dow currently down 12 points. S&Ps are higher by a point and Nasdaq is lower by seven. At one point, the Dow is down 118 points. The small cap 600 is little changed and the U.S. 10 yield at 1.74%. Seven out of 11 S&P sectors are higher led by gains in materials, real estate and technology, while healthcare, industrials and telecom fell. Dow transports are a little changed. Nasdaq Bitex falls 70 and the VIX is down by 0.3%. Leaders to the downside in the Dow included American Express, Walmart, and Pfizer, while DuPont, Apple, and McDonald's led. Intel News, Qualcomm said to make progress in talks with NXP and Mars to buy out Berkshire Hathaway's equity stake in Wrigley. In other news, the Wall Street Journal reported that Snapchat parents said to be working on an IPO, valuing the firm at $25 billion or more. Whole Foods spiked intraday, gained as much as 6.7%. Tweets reciting takeover speculation, while Al Nylum Pharma fell as much as 49% after ending development of a key medicine. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right. Thank you very much, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K, on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Gold, the price of gold declining today. You can buy an ounce of gold for $1,251 an ounce. That is $15 less than it cost yesterday. Here to tell us more about gold and other commodities is Mike McClone. He is commodity strategist for Bloomberg Intelligence, and he joins us here in the studio. Mike, thank you very much for being here. Great to see you. Uh, Give us the story on gold. What's going on? Why the sell-off? What are all the connections? I think gold is just doing a little bit of a catch-up to the record-high stock market prices. The dollar really hasn't been much of a factor this year, and gold really got its lift after Brexit. That's when it moved above $1,300 an ounce. But let's remember where gold started the year. It started the year below $1,100 an ounce. Right now it's around 1250 So it's still up 18% on the year, and part of the reasons it's up is because there's this proliferation of negative interest rates in the world. That's still a pretty good solid support for the world's really quintessential, you know, alternative asset. Um, so it's worried a little bit about Fed tightening, but, you know, we did that last year too. And actually within the tightening, gold within a day or two put in its low. Hmm, that's a, that's a, so, so is this then, okay, so is this then maybe just a bit of a correction? Are you just people like, you know, kind of lightening up to run it back up? Uh, because I think partly what else is happening, there was this uh, speculation that the ECB might be ready to start tapering off on its bond purchases, put thoroughly uh, to bed today by the ECB minutes, also by a couple of uh, ECB council members, uh, at least one of them speaking in New York. Um, so if, if, the, if the Fed raises once, I think that's – I'm a gold bull, that's what I'm saying, so what, especially if the rest of the central banks in the world aren't going to stop buying bonds. 
Uh, I think that's a good assessment. I mean, gold had it, it got way overdone. Open interest reached a record high in futures in July, and it's come off since. And this is very similar to what it did in 2010 before it ran up to that high around 1900. That took a major collapse in the dollar. Hopefully that won't happen. We don't think that won't happen. But gold still has its value. It's just pulling back. There's definitely been some profit taken. Open interest has come off. And the question is, where does it continue? I think for gold to really move and sustain above 1300, it'll probably need something negative in terms of the stock market or the dollar like it did in 2010. I guess we don't really want that to happen. Well, that's where gold comes in play. It's a diversifier, and it's really done a good job doing that this year. Tell us about what's going on in oil. Uh, I've got a print right now, uh, oil, the front month uh, at $50.49 a barrel. It's up 66 cents today. Well, I think there's two things to remember in oil. It's not so much that OPEC is going to reduce production as they're going to stop the drill at will trend. At least they say they will. The market thinks it's going to happen. It doesn't always know that will happen. And we have this hurricane brewing. That's really pretty good positive things for oil. But we all know they're overwhelming. The most significant way to describe oil now is glut. One word, glut. We all know that. And if oil sustains much higher, we're going to be more supply will come on board. Yes, it doesn't happen really quick. But oil in the 50 handle has been pretty good resistance since the beginning of the year. Last year, the key level was 60. And I think most traders, most investors know that this is a level, if they've been long, they should be lightening up and being a little careful. It's just been good resistance for quite a while. It's been a good trade all year, right? I mean, you take a look at uh, crude oil. I mean, it's up, what, more than 36% in price this year. Key thing to remember. It's been a good range trade, but gold, different than, than gold, you can't really invest in crude oil. You have Correct. to use futures. So if you look at the number one traded um, oil ETF this year, USO, it's up like 5%. Um, so actually, when it comes to an investing standpoint, sometimes it's better, it has been better to sell oil on rallies rather than buy it on support. But it's been stuck between 40 and 50 for a while. But yeah, that's where I like to really differentiate and make the difference. If you look like the, you can buy gold in ETF and get that gold return. But in oil, it's a much different story. It has to use futures, it rolls, and there's a little, it's a little more complicated. But for traders, it's, it can be fun. So what's the, uh, what would you uh, say the odds are of oil going downhill again? Again, I know we had the latest U.S. inventories, and they showed more demand. Uh, but as you said, as some people call, call, call this glut, this global glut, a wall, right? And yeah. there's also, we, I, I think a lot of people aren't going to really believe that Saudi Arabia can engineer this this cut in production until it's, you actually see it on paper, right? So, uh, and, and and being carried out as well. Would you say one in ten chance? How much is the risk that oil uh, actually takes another turn toward the lows? We have to be careful with the actual probabilities. But I think the thing to remember is trend's your friend. And guess what? There's no trend. It's been stuck in a range. We all know supplies. Uh, overwhelming. It's getting up near the upper end of the range, at least in the shorter term. It might extend a little higher. And I think that we should remember trends your friend. It's near the upper end of the range, and what's just expected to stick in the stick within a trend. And in the short term, it might be a new one, but who knows how long that's going to last. Just quickly, you want to do anything on corn or uh, or grains? Sure, happy, thoughts? To, go happy to go. Corn. Yeah, I, Tell me corn. Give you about 20 seconds there. Corn uh, corn has reached recently reached a 10-year low. Supply is just, is, is, is you know, it's going to be the record year harvest in for corn and soybeans. But the prices have reached so much, such a low level that demand is picking up exponentially. We're just one weather event away from a pretty substantial rally. I'm not predicting weather, but these things happen in cycles and 
you can expect that to happen at some point. All right. He, he knows how to watch that stopwatch very, very well. Mike McClellan, thank you so very much. Commodity strategist for Bloomberg Intelligence. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox, and this is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, Walmart. Walmart says it's got more plans to focus heavily on its e-commerce operations and also warned investors that it's going to cost more. We've got details coming up.